Are you a cake maker running a business or a business owner making cakes? Hi, I'm Sammy. Hi, I'm Bronya, and welcome to the Business of Cake Making. Hello and welcome to the Business of Cake Making. Um, today our guest is Robert Haynes, very excited from the Sugar Flower Studio. He's an accredited demonstrator for the British Sugar Craft Guild, member of the International Cake Exploration Society, which sounds really exciting. Please look it up and see what it is. He has lots of really good um, tutorials on his YouTube channel, which you can subscribe to. I've watched a few. They're very good. Um, he's taught one-to-one classes around the world. And when I was doing my research, 19 countries you have taught in. That is that is pretty amazing. And um, he has been awarded the title Artist of Excellence and um, after being invited to judge and represent the international team for the FIPGC, which stands for the Federation of International Pastry, Gelato and Chocolate. I, I hope that's right, Robert. So hello and welcome. <laughs> welcome. Hello. <laughs> you are correct. Anything to do with chocolate ice cream, I'm there. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I totally agree. Right, I'm going to jump straight in with the first question. Yeah. How did it all start? What gave you such an amazing amazing passion for your sugar art? Well, it's a little bit of a sad story, actually. So um, this may need to be edited straight away. <laughs> it's, um, it was actually from school. And um, I had really quite a bad time at school and it wasn't actually safe for me to walk around the school, if you can believe, um, back in the day. Um, So uh, to save me having a teacher escorting me from from classroom to classroom, um, uh, they actually used to lock me in the greenhouse um, at lunchtimes in break times. Um, And... I absolutely used to love it because I used to be away from everyone else and there wasn't a a chance of being, you know, smacked over the head, whatever. Um, And uh, so I used to sit there, have my lunch, um, pat lunch, and I used to water all of the plants in the greenhouse. And then, of course, you know, like it was an hour lunch, so I used to sit there and just look and then start looking underneath like the geraniums and then start to see all the little hairs on all of the stems of the geraniums the water coming down and I just used to be absolutely fascinated Um, especially when we used to be growing seeds you know like just mustard cress you know like when you used to as a child put it into an egg cup and in the uh, the the wet cotton wool and then put mustard cress in there and then the just the, the first little seedlings that come out of the top and then you get the second little sprouts of leaves. I think that that is the most incredible thing in the whole world. It, it It's the beginning of, of nature, isn't it? And it's so beautiful. And mosses and all of, the, you know, like um, we used to live um, in, in Brazil, like uh, as a child, like from the age of um, seven till 13. So five and a half years Um and we lived in Sao Paulo, but then my dad got a job up in the in the Amazon and we went to an American school up there. So we, we lived up there for six months. I mean, you know, me with running around with my butterfly net, catching butterflies and, and just just being like very close to the jungle and just that, that kind of um, atmosphere. Wow, what an experience. Yeah, absolutely. And 
you know, you often see me do, making um, sugar butterflies and stuff like that. And that's where all that stems from as well. But it's it's just being in that kind of um, environment with regards to nature. You're just being close to nature. That, that's where it all kind of came from. And I think that's why I'm so particular about um, the the actual stems being covered in paste and all that, you know, to try and get them as realistic as I possibly can. What what made you what made you decide that sugar art was how you were going to show your love and appreciation for yeah. this? Um, I uh, trained as as a chef um, for you know for like four or five years, um, like going going to college and then another college after that. I decided to. Uh, start making birthday cakes uh, at, at college really they just kind of gave us we made the icing we did the Christmas cake and basically it was a case of you know icing you know they just showed you a couple of rosettes but that was it really I went to catering college doing 706 1 and 2 I've um, got that <laughs> yeah. yeah City and Gill 706 1 and 2 yeah um, but I, I didn't do the baking side. Um, that was that was more for for sauces and soups and stocks and you know proper or you know proper chefing. But it wasn't the bakery side. I really wish that I'd gone into doing all of that. You know, um, but yes, of course we did cover baking, but um, it was only very limited on our course. Um, so after I'd, I'd uh, finished college and during college as well, I was making birthday cakes for family members. Um, and doing the Christmas cake. And it just kind of evolved from that, really. Um, it was a case of I was buying the rollout icing. I would, you know, like cover cover the cake and then the, yeah. the bits that were left over, I'd be then rolling those up into like a little sausage roll. That was my interpretation of rose and then putting them on. Um, and then it kind of just evolved from that, really. And that's how I then got into cake you know, like yeah. decorating. So it's almost like it brought your your love of the sort of like the bot- botanical and the flowers and your your training and your schooling kind of it all came together in one kind of big lump, really. Big lump, that's yeah. a bad word to put in it. Big but, you fondant know. lump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how, how the actual um, going into the British Sugar Guild, how all that started, the actual teaching, I... I actually, uh, that was just in the the beginning days of Facebook, actually. Um, I don't know how I'd come across it, but um, I found that there was um, a show going on down at Squire's Kitchen. Um, And um, so I went down to the show uh, and I went around the corner up the the stairs. It was a very small show like that. And and, uh, there was a lady sat there making these gypsophilia out of out of sugar like in the at the back and I'm like what on earth are you doing like that's the I'm making these gypsophilia flowers and she's a, she's a very good friend of mine to this day you know and um uh Sue Rog um and um and I I said what on earth are you and she went well I'm just making these out of sugar and I went I said you must have the patience of a saint like that so she went, well I just enjoy it I love it and I'd took with me a tiny little um, album of some of my sugar flowers that I've taken photographs of. And uh, so I thought, 
I'll show her my flowers like that. So I put them up and she was behind the the British Sugar Guild stand, you know, like just in the background. But I just kind of beamed in towards her like that. So I started to show her. One of the ladies turned around and she went, oh, my Lord. She said, have you made these? And I went, yes. So she went, well, and, and she was called Jackie Blackwell. Uh-huh. She and um, she said, she said, "Well, I want you to come to my house." And she said, "I want you to do a little demonstration like that." She said, "Would you mind?" And she said, "Just pick something really easy and just come to my house and do a demonstration. And I'll get some of my neighbours round and you can do a, a little show kind of thing." And I went, "Oh, all right then." So I came home and I'm like, oh, "Something easy, something easy. Bird of paradise." <laughs> Full size, full size. And this is in the days before Uber as well. So I made five of these and went on the train down to down to hers um, with these and all of this. So I was an absolute nervous wreck. Never taught anything, never done anything, never showed anyone anything. So I did this little demonstration in her house and one by one they all stood up and started clapping. Wow. One of them said, I, I am the uh, the... Uh, what did they say? Um, I'm the um, the trainer for the for the British Sugar Guild, and the other one was like a, a judge from something or other. Another, and they all stood up, all, all clapping. And I'm going, oh my! <laughs> she said, if you'd have known who they were, you would have been even more yeah. nervous than what you were. She said, but Robert, she said you just ooze sugar. She said you've just. <laughs> I went, well, I said I just I just love it. She went. You just came alive when you were just talking about it, when you weren't looking at anybody because you were nervous as anything. Yeah. But when you're looking down and just doing this, I just go off into my own little world. And uh, so from that, um, there was a lady there, uh, Valerie Hedgethorn, um, and um, she she said, uh, she said we, we would like to invite you to be um, trained by the British Sugar Guild and come on to one of the training sessions there. Would you be in- interested? And I went, all right, okay. So I did that. And then after that, after I'd been accredited by the British Sugar Guild, I got a um, a message on Facebook um, saying, do you want to come to Miami? Um, we've got 12 wow. students here and we would love you to come and do it, um, a class. So I, I did like a three-day class and then another three-day class. Um, and that was my first international teaching in Miami. Wow. And from there, they say that the rest is history, really. Yeah. I was working as, as a chef in central London, um, you know, going back to the, the training at the college. Sorry, I went off on a tangent. <laughs> no, but, but, wow, what an amazing story. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, that's, how, that's how we first got to know of you through the British Craft yeah. Guild, because yeah. we both saw you um, demonstrate I can't remember any of the display apart from the blackberries because yes. they were so <laughs> amazing. They were so real. You could not tell if it was a blackberry or a, a sugar one. Yeah. You just really Incredible. couldn't. So, and that was about, that must have been back in 2017, something like that. Yeah, that was, was when I was a member because yeah. I'm not a member anymore, sadly. Yeah. And but, which field was that for? Do you can remember? Um, it, it was in Southampton. It might have been... Oh, I remember you. Oh, yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah, we were the troublemakers at the back. <laughs> yeah, but um, well, that, that's that's down to the silicone moulds. You know, it, it's uh, it's down to how perfect, not being big headed or anything, but how how perfect they are yeah. with regards to you know the the actual um, veining that they give. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. 
it's they, look, they look so realistic. It's it's not just sugar craft. It's sugar. It's just just not. It, it's not just molds. But we'll get onto that. Yeah. <laughs> There's obviously a lot of a lot of other talent involved as well. So um, do you? Oh, sorry, I'm going to jump in. <laughs> do you do you have a favourite public garden that you like to go and visit for inspiration? Because you live in London, you've got I've got you've got places like Kew Gardens and stuff like that. Yes. Um, anywhere that's got orchids, really, because that goes on to your next question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I let Bronya ask that question. <laughs> so do you have a favourite flower or family of flowers? <laughs> I would, I would say orchids, orchids and roses, really, um, uh, especially like the, the, the like a. a, a a really nice David Austin style rose. Um, you know, it's just everything about them—the shape, the the smell, the just they're well, yeah, yeah. I just can't really say anything really. It's that, with regards to roses. Now, orchids. Um, I absolutely. I would probably say that orchids are my favourite because they're just so unusual and. Um, and the the colouring on them is 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 just exquisite, you know, like a Cattleya orchid, which I haven't got the mould for, the silicone vena. That is something that I do want to be doing in the future. But we have to, I have to get one that is is, is not too frilly because of um, it's just going to it, it can't go underneath if you know what I mean, yeah. with regards to like when they pour the silicone into there, into the master mould, it's it's more or less impossible to get it out of something if it's undercut and all of that. So, uh-huh. so I, yeah, I have to, I haven't found one yet. After many, many years of looking for a particular one, um, and I've, but it, it is very, very high on my list of, of, um, of veins to make. Um, now, my favourite orchid is the flying duck orchid um and this is found in the uh in the wetlands in tasmania um and they are an endangered species in fact i'm, I'm going to i'm going to even get it on here now for you um <laughs> i've written it down <laughs> one one of my friends grows orchids his house has just got it's just full of orchids wow. from around the world yeah. so yeah. i'm going to ask him about this Oh my god, that's so beautiful! It's so tiny. Oh, it's loud! Oh my god, oh my yes! Yeah, I say sometimes that orchids—they're just not of this world, are they? They're... No, this is my favourite thing to do. Well, when I used to be flying all over the world, I used to sit in in uh, in airports, um, you know, like just just uh, looking for any any single type of orchid in here. Yeah. Um, you know, it's. Darth Vader orchid. Oh, <laughs> stunning! Oh my gosh, that is, that is Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah Darth. And some of the absolutely mon- nuts. Some of the monkey orchids, as uh, you know, as well. They look just like a monkey's face, or yeah, just. Um, there's one called the white egret orchid that's like all like like um, like Amazing. a bird. It's beautiful. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> that? Um, in 2006, you opened the um, Sugar Flower Studio. Um, what gave you the confidence to just go for it? Because it is a big step starting your own business. So 
The Sugarflower Studio is not an actual shop or a, a bricks and mortar shop. It's a business. But I called it the Sugarflower Studio with the thought of in years to come, I would love to have an online uh uh, well, an o- online filming in one part of of the of, of the studio, but it it will be somewhere where people can actually come in. They can actually buy all the silicone molds. It will be a complete shop and all of that. Um, it will have a teaching uh, studio in there as well, where it will all be state of the art. With every all of the students will all have televisions all in front of them that they can bring down, so they don't have to stand up and then go down to the teacher. So they can actually be sat there and be watching me on there as well with my hands really close they can see the teacher at the other end and you know which but they don't have to keep on getting up yeah um and um so yes i i kind of called it the studio because in one day yeah. there's going to be a bricks and mortar sugar flower studio yeah that's a good thing to aim, aim yeah. for yeah, yeah. definitely yeah. One, one day but at the moment it's in my front room <laughs> I mean, but at some point you must have had to have given up the day the day job as such and gone right. I, you know, this is my living now. That's you know, it's quite a massive thing to do. Yes, and and how that came about was by um, I was uh, getting so many jobs abroad and working as a chef, and I they just couldn't give me any more holidays, and I. Um, I'd been contacted by a lady in Rome who wanted me to come for six days doing a private class. Um, and she was, she said, I will pay you whatever, whatever like that. And I said, I just can't get away from yeah. it. And she made it that, the offer that good. So that good, yeah. You had to say it. When I'm sorry, I'm going to have to go like yeah. that to, to the people because they were just saying, we can't give you any more holidays, Robert. Yeah. And I went... And and he actually said to me, he said, he said, why do you not just do that full time like that? And I went, I can't like that. And he went, well, you can. Yeah. Sometimes so, you just need someone else to tell you, don't you? Yeah. 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 So I yeah. did. And, and, you know, and haven't really looked back from that. But nice. yes, it was very daunting, really, you know, like um, a wage, proper wage coming in each each month to then, well, what do I do now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yes, it was a case of designing new classes all of the time. Um, and uh, But when I would go and teach, I would only have to teach 12 people. Well, I, I, I set the limit at 12 people because that's all that I can actually get around in, in, in a room uh, over and over and over again. But if there was 15 people in there, I didn't think it was so personal. Yeah. And I love to, you know, I'm... I'm I mean, I'm so un-COVID, it's untrue, you know, like I'm, I'm round hugging and, and this. And, and that was my my only rule in the classroom is that you hug me on the way in and you hug me. <laughs> and, and whatever happens in class stays in class. Really, you know, it's, it's, well, uh, we'll, yeah. we're saying that then. So the, the pandemic has obviously um, affected a lot of people very differently. Um, apart from not being able to hug, what yeah. has your experience been like during the pandemic? The, I... It sounds a bit terrible to say, but actually, COVID has been the best thing that's ever happened to me. I've heard that from a lot of people. It really has, because it's pushed me into actually um, doing the online the online teaching, because I couldn't actually go and, and travel abroad. Um, and I've wanted to do this for many, many years. 
but never did because I was always I'd get home and then I'd be packing again and then I'd be off on the on the uh, down uh, calling the Uber again going to the airport um, and it, it has it's actually pushed me into doing something that uh, I would have never have done before because I never had the time yeah. to do. and you you can reach so many more people now as well can't you it's yeah and absolutely. online it's yeah I mean it, that was just limited to 12 people yeah and I had a daily rate and and that's that's what I got and you know um for that but now yes I mean I can cut the number off to how many students I want on on the uh, on the masterclass um and I haven't gone silly with it I haven't like put you know like three four five hundred people that are on there because it is only me at the end of the day and I have to be answering all of these people yeah. and dealing with their uh, their their questions and, and and this that and the other so yeah so to begin with i've i just capped it at 150 people uh, but because of the um the, the very good response then i've i've actually increased it to 200 now so there's another 50 seats that have become available yeah yes wow. so your eyes lighting up there yeah <laughs> <laughs> um uh, as we said earlier about the British Craft Guild, um, that's how we both know you um, and you supply your products right across the world, which is amazing. Um, I'm sure a lot of our listeners would be interested to hear the key stages in designing and manufacturing such realistic new moulds. And they well, are. Sorry, I'm going to butt in. They are. <laughs> I've, I've got your um, memory, memory. lay. Memory Lane Rose. Yeah. Rose, silicon mould, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, thank you very, very much. Thank you. Well, I, I did do um, one of my first recorded videos was a uh, all to do with um, botanically correct, what is botanically correct with regards to a silicone mould. Um, and I actually had a teleprompter, what the, the people um, that read the news, I yeah. had one of those. Um, you know, there's no expense spared with regards to all this setup here. I spent an absolute fortune because I want my videos to represent the uh, the work that I do. So my sugar flowers are are good, um, okay, uh, but I, I want the the filming to to match that as well. I didn't want it to be just one camera at the front and to be. You know, I want everyone to see exactly what I'm doing, so they can then replicate exactly what you know what I'm showing them. Um, with regards to uh, designing designing the moulds, um, I my brand is the Sugar Flower Studio. Um, my manufacturers, who they are the people who came up with the original idea of how to make a two part mould in a very perfect way with no air bubbles at all in there. You know they are absolutely perfect. Uh, you put them underneath a microscope and there's no air bubbles on either side at all. And but they are made from real plants and real leaves like from both sides like that so um there is a video that is one of my first videos that i did that's why i went off on that tangent <laughs> sorry um for youtube so it and the teleprompter so i was reading it from the teleprompter so it, it is a little bit like like that you know so it's <clears throat> it's not it's not one of my best videos at all um and uh, so i've decided to just take the teleprompter off the front there and just do it like you know like and it's a lot more natural 
Um, so with regards to making the silicone molds, here's one I've got in my hand here. This is going to be for, for the, the next class. So you'll, you can see like on both sides that they are different and yeah. you'll be able to tell by this one is the top part of the mold. And this is a, it's got actually a, a, a vein that goes inside here and it's not a replica of the back. Um, I make all of the silicone molds in my kitchen here. I make the original one um, and I've got degassing chambers and all that. My house is completely nothing to do with me. It's all to do with sugar <laughs> and silicone molds. I have to walk into my bedroom like this. <laughs> I have all of the grid wall that you see at the NEC show, all 12 grid walls. They're all in my bedroom with all of the stock in there as well. My word. <laughs> so, um, so I... I make the original one. Of course, um, you have to come across a really perfect example. I'm always buying roses all the time and, you know, taking the petals off and just getting the right petal. It has to be one with no blemish on there at all. Um, and then I'll take it um, into the kitchen and then start the process. It's a very, very long process. Obviously, I can't go into details of how we do all of that, but they are it is a two-part mold i then make that as perfect as i possibly can and then that then gets sent to america to jennifer donce um, and jason donce um, who own sugar um, sugar delights and um, uh, they make a, a master mold from that from what i've made um, and then they then pour the silicone into that and then they then uh, manufacture it so is each mold individually poured then? Every every single one that people yeah. buy has all been individually made? Yes, absolutely. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're, everything is all handmade, you know, like every single stage is all is all. And the quality is so good. Yes. It's You know that it's going to last you forever. Yeah. It, it, oh, I just love using it. Yeah. <laughs> My most used item I've ever bought. That's down to to uh, Jason, Jason the way that he showed me. Um, we went on video and he showed me exactly the procedure of how to get a perfect top and a perfect bottom. Um, and um, uh, yeah, perfect. So also, also when when we saw you, I think it was probably about four or five years ago. Um, and this is where I say it's not all about silicon molds because obviously you have the dusting and the coloring and everything and when we first saw you you were talking about developing your own dusts well they're obviously now real and people can buy them and there's also um sugar um flour paste and glazes and all sorts of stuff how do you decide which products to bring to the market how i decide is by what's going to make my job easier here now, with regards to the flower paste, um, the flower paste, I've used many, many different uh, flower pastes throughout the years. And, uh, and of course, then you, you, you know what you want the flower paste to do, especially with the memory lane rose. Now, yours, it, because it's a very high-sided petal, I wanted a flower paste that when I've done all of the veining, when I take it out of there, I don't want it to just flop. Yeah. I want the flower paste to have structure in there and for it to to be stable enough that it will sit up on your hand. And that's what the flower paste does. I wanted, oh, I, it had 23 different criteria for the flower paste. 
not that I'm fussy or anything, but it, <laughs> it had to pass every single one of these and come out with flying colours. And I was um, teaching, um, uh, demonstrating, sorry, in uh, to show in, in Germany, and the the um, the manager from Smartflex, um, Smartflex Paste, um, was in the crowd, and and he's a very good looking gentleman, and um, and I was demonstrating like this, and he kept staring over, and I was going redder and redder, thinking. <laughs> anyway so he came over and shook my hand and he said can I sit with you so I was completely crimson then by then I was just like oh so he sat next to me and I was demonstrating like that and he went he said would you be interested and I knew what he was going to say before he was going to say it and I just started crying and I was I was just an absolute blubbering mess and everyone was watching and he and he went and I finished his sentence off for him I was he said, would you be, and I went, to make my flower paste for me? And he went, yes. And I went, no. And he went, yes. He said, he said, you know what you want it to do. And all. And he said, you, you're so charismatic with, with, he said, I just think that we could make the super paste like that. And Excellent. I went, Superman paste. <laughs> yeah. And so we both shook on it there. And that was two years in the making, it took us two years to develop this paste. Um, and it was the taking out of the petal from the memory lane rose that I was ex- trying to explain over a Skype meeting with the owner of the company. And we, I just couldn't explain because he, he, his English is, is not, not so great. So I was trying to explain this and they just weren't quite kind of understanding it. So he said, we're going to bring you to Hungary. We will fly you to Hungary. Uh, you will be here for a week. Give us a class. Show us what you mean. Show us what. You... And I went, all right, okay. So, <laughs> so I did. And, you know, they, they treated me like an absolute king. They really, really did. You know, like beautiful hotel. And and all three of us were like blubbering babies, crybabies, <laughs> because it was this when – they they made we, we made like three roses uh, three memory lane roses and colored them all up and they did a beautiful job never made sugar flowers before in their life they did really fantastic job but it was when we were taking out and i went that that's what i want and he went oh no i know the ingredient i know the ingredient like that and he went and then he, he, he went running out and then told the man downstairs and they made it they made wow. the paste straight away whilst we were in the class. And he brought it up within half an hour, pardon me. He brought it up within half an hour and he went, here, here, here. Like, <laughs> you know, like, like practically on his knees, like this man going, look, look, look. Like, so, and then I took it out and I and it was just so elastic. A lot of my hairs are all up on my arms like that. And I'm just and he was just stretching it like that. And I went, oh my, my. I went, yes, yes, please, please give it to me, give it to me. So I, I made one petal. And just went like that, and it just sat on my hand. Just like, it was still warm. The pace, though, wow. and it, it had the. It's it's hard to find that word. What what it what is that it's thing? A, that it's yeah, robustness because it's it's the texture on the inside that gives it that strength to actually hold its shape up. Yeah, and that's like sorcery. Yeah, and then. <laughs> Then the owner then started crying. Then Richard started crying. And I, well, I was crying first. Um, so with regards to – I'm out of breath now. <laughs> so with regards to the paste, 
the paste went to 43 different countries throughout the world and I paid for it on my own. You know, I paid for it to go because I want it to stand up to any sort of uh, humidity, um, you know, like through any country um, uh, because wherever I teach in the world, it has to do its job. Right, you know? so, yeah. Um, and uh, one of the other tests I did was um, I did two rose leaves. One was glazed, one wasn't glazed because I used my matte setting glaze. So I left the, the two leaves in one glazed, one not glazed in the bathroom. Um, and I actually forgot about them. And I, le- I left the shower running for an hour whilst I've got Netflix on like that. So it was like gorillas in the mist. So I like opened the door like that, and the 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 leaf that hadn't been glazed had gone over like this, but it hadn't come off the wire. The, wow. the one that had been glazed stood straight up like that. Really? Wow! Oh yeah. my! That is just incredible. You know, I mean, because you can use a hot hair dryer on my paste, um, hot hair dryer on there, move it back into position, then just put the cold air on there, and then it will then just stay there. Okay. So, if anything, my paste is a breathable paste. So, throughout the summer months, it will go really quite hard. Um, in the winter months, when it's more humid, it will then start to breathe and it will start to absorb the moisture that's in the air. And, and it will, you will be able to move it a little bit like that, but it will never come off the wire. So in the summer months, it'll then just go hard again like that. So, wow. Yeah, and the, the last criteria of the, of the flower paste was that I wanted to be able to put it all the way down the stem, but then to join it perfectly um, with a leaf that on the side, like let's say a tulip leaf and then the tulip stem. I can just put a, a paintbrush into water and just slap water all over the stem, all over the leaf. And because it's um, predominantly a starch-based paste, it is like a terracotta pot and it will just, it will just absorb the water um, and then it will then start to make all its own little veins like that with the back of the paintbrush. It starts to make like a glue yep. going like that. And then you then just blend it beautifully together and it just absorbs into there with no shininess, stickiness, nothing. It just just goes away and then you can then dust on top of all of that. Um, and then it just looks perfect. Amazing. I could talk about my paste for days and days and days. There's so many, so many good good things about it that is and that's what why I develop things that work for me that will then work for other people yeah, yeah. even in being oh I can do this but other people can't do it yeah make it easier for everybody else you know like the pigment in the colors is so strong yeah that's why I chose sugar in because the pigment is beautiful and the the samples that they sent me, there's no clumps in there at all, and it's just beautiful. You know, some some colours you go to put it on, and there's mixes yeah. yeah. in there, and, and yeah. you get freaks then on stuff. Yeah. That drives me mad when you have green, and all of a sudden bits of blue come through, and I'm like, where does that come from? Where did yeah. it even appear from? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, and and the glazes as well. You know, the, the, from that example that I just told you about, it protects your work. It really does. And I have I have a matte setting glaze that you can put a whole rose down into there, just spin it off with no shininess at all, but it protects your whole rose, like from the humidity. Um, and uh, then a satin glaze and then a high-gloss glaze as well. Um, and especially with the satin glaze, I made it 
just a little bit shiny. So some plants aren't that shiny. Yeah. So you just want a little bit of something. But if you want a little bit more of a shine, then you just then do it again and then just spin it off. Um, and uh, you can actually leave it quite wet on there. You don't need to spin all of it off and then put that into an oasis. That's had the glaze on there. Can oh, I yes, take yeah. a picture of that while you're sat there? Thank you. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, not too shiny. Um, and like the back, that's yeah. just a little bit of a shine. That's just a, an example. Which is, which is how it would be in real life. You know, if you picked that that piece of ivy, it would be glossy on one side and less on the other, wouldn't it? So it's, yeah. Yeah, yes, exactly. So you're holding a three-week sugar flower masterclass. I'm reading this so you can you can tell starting on the 17th of January, making a sea oat grass, yep. hosta plant and anemone sugar arrangement. Yep. Is this the first time you've held um, an event this big? Or um, have you? How have you been preparing for it? I know you've been really super busy over the last few months, haven't you? Yeah, um, this is my own. Uh, my, sorry, my first online class of my own. Uh-huh. I did do four online classes with uh, with Paul Bradford with Cake oh, yeah. Those are on. Oh, those are on there. Uh, one's a cymbidium orchid, one's a scabious, another one is a tulip, and the other one is a Japanese maple leaf. Um, and if you go onto my website on the uh, tutorials page, there are links to all of those. Um, so you can go through. And I highly recommend those before anyone does go on to this three-week masterclass because they're only I think they're only about £15, something like that. But, you know, there's, there's absolutely everything in there from, you know, from rolling the paste out to, to – just every single stage is in there and the glazing as well. Um, but I I wanted to, um, I've always wanted to have my own online classes and, you know, like uh, with building up classes then into like a library. So um, when I have finished this three-week masterclass, which has got three different segments to it, I'm then going to split those up. So that there's like three different choices so that there will be an anemone, a sea oat and, uh, and a hosta plant. Um, and then the next class that I do, that's going to have three categories as well. I'm going to then split that up into three. So that will be six. Um, and then over the whole year, I'm going to be doing more and more. So there will be like a single rose video because not everybody wants to be choosing everything that, that is comprised in that, that masterclass that you think is very nice. But someone might be thinking, well, where on earth am I ever going to be making the sea oat? <laughs> you know? so, um, and of course, then the price will come down because then it will just be a single, a single video. Yeah. So over time, people will then be able to... Um, uh, those classes will then become evergreen classes, as they're known on, on my um, on my template for my school, where they will be there all year round. Yeah. Um, and people can then just choose like a rose or a eucalyptus or, or this um, and then perhaps then get a, a me- an annual membership. So then each year there's going to be new new classes that have come out and they'll just have a, a like it is on Paul's, uh, yeah. Paul Bradford's uh, yeah. on that. So yeah, it's um, it's taken me a long time to film, um, and I have been uh, getting a lot of help from Adrian Salisbury, um, and he he is a trainer for online. Uh, he's absolutely amazing. Um, 
if you're ever wanting to do anything like online, you know, like or do like YouTube training or, or anything, anything technical, then go and see Adrian Soulsby because um, him and, and his family, you know, they all work together as a, a family business. And I have, you know, I said I'm I'm going to be uh, going into my retirement with him because uh, <laughs> I said I'm still going to be here. With there's so much to learn. Yeah. And I'm not very technical at all. And uh, I wanted my online classes to have like a, um, a, a camera from the top, from the front and then from the side as well. Um, and all of this um, takes a lot of setting up. He actually came down to my home um, mid-COVID. Mid wow. um, we had that little break in the yep. middle. Uh, and and he, he came down when it was safe for him to do so. And he helped me set all of this up. Looking back over the last five years, did you ever anticipate the success you ever have received or is it a success of a well-implemented vision? That's a, it's a very interesting question because you're right in the second part with regards to my vision because, yes, I've always wanted to create products that will help me make whatever I'm making and other people and doing online classes as well through an online school so yes that was always there but it never it, it's covid it kind of all kind of funneled it all you know uh, it made it kind of happen um and things have well i say things have happened quite quickly um you wouldn't think so with regards to this three-week masterclass taking me a year and a half <laughs> um but um there was all of the learning that was involved yeah. in that you know, like, and uh, so, so now all of that is in place, and the whole of the the template is is been done for the online school. Um, it is a case of I know what I'm doing now. I've started on the next class with regards to making the sugar flowers um, for that, um, and um, then once this three week masterclass is finished, I'll then go into filming the next the next class, and it's just going to then just continually carry on from that. Yeah. Um, of course, I need to be paying um, a certain amount of money each month for the template. And if you don't pay that money, then the students then get their access frozen. You know, yeah. I want people to be able to um, look at these classes for the rest of their life. And that's what I've guaranteed that people can do. So. Um, so, yeah, so I just need to keep this going with a view to maybe twice a year going to you know maybe australia or to uh, to america whatever just twice a year instead of like 12 countries each year yeah um, whereas i'm i'm always busy all the time um on my downtime i could then maybe go you know on holiday dare, dare i even say the holiday? word holiday <laughs> <That'd be silly. laughs> actually I'm, yeah, I'm going to be teaching uh, when i go to jennifer's uh, maybe in july um this yeah this year now i'm meant to be going to sugar delights teaching there in july but uh, we will see we'll see what happens you know it's a very very um well it is in my class it's a very touchy-feely class um you know it's i don't think i would have a necessarily have a nice time if i was right up the other yeah. end and then couldn't come round. screens yeah, I need to hold people's hands and show them how yeah. the tools work. And I do, you know, the scene from Ghost when it's, you know, <laughs> you know, I do that. My singing isn't great at all, but I seem to love it. Um, <laughs> um, but it, it is, it's, um, and nothing, nothing is better in this world than when I get on the plane, 
sit down absolutely, utterly exhausted because I give my all. I absolutely give everything in a class because I I believe in it so much. I, 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 I love, absolutely love what I do. And it makes me so happy when I sit down and I'm like, ah, and then I just smile and I'm like, I've, I've done my best. I've done my best. And I've, I've, you know, sometimes the classes go very, very late at night, but that's because I just want to share so much. And, you know, people at the host are saying, well, okay, enough of it, you know, get on, let them get on. I'm like, no, I want to share more. I want to share more. But um, that's what I discovered as well when I was doing the editing process. When I'm doing, I'm like, oh, my Lord, Robert, you don't half waffle on. And, you know, they don't need to know that, Robert. They don't need to know this. Just stick to what they're going to You know, but there, there is nine and a half hours of, of um of tutorials on wow. this three, three and a half, uh, uh, sorry, three week class, um, and over thirty two videos. That's it, that's a lot of that's a lot of viewing time, and that's a, a lot of production time for you. Yeah, yeah. it's it, it is. It's a, it's an incredible amount of work, um, and I've given absolutely every single thing that I can think of with regards to this first class on here because it's a benchmark for people. That's why I. I've had so many people saying, I, I think that it's too much for me or it's um, it's out of my, my range of what I would do. And I'm like, absolutely not. You know, people, especially like beginners, they are my audience. They are the people who I'd like to target because it's like I am your driving instructor. You know, you've not had like 50 years of, I need to roll my pace out this way. Someone's yeah. going to show me this way. Well, I don't like to do it that way. Yeah. Like you know, it, it's... Um, very much hands-on yeah and starting the new starting new habits rather than breaking yeah. old habits and remaking them and yeah. yeah yeah now it's your turn to promote any events coming up and any social media platforms you may use so the listeners know where to find you we will also include any um links on our show notes yeah, my my instagram account is uh sugar underscore flower underscore studio uh-huh. I believe. <laughs> I think Sammy's just double checking for you. <laughs> I'm doing it very slowly. Have a quick look. Yes, sugar yeah. underscore yeah. flower underscore studio. That is correct. Yes. Um, yeah. there. Now. Um and the the the, the uh the online school um is sugarflowerstudioacademy.com. Yeah, I'm I I know that if you if you put that link in, that will take you directly through to a sales page, um, which um, explains all about the first three week masterclass. I would recommend anybody to go to that page actually because it's got every bit of information on there that I could think of with regards to me, um, or an outline about. Okay. Oh, this is your website, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I've checked it out. It's yeah. a really nice website. Yeah, really smooth and easy to use. <laughs> Actually, my my website that you're talking about that's the sugarflowerstudio.co.uk. Right. That's my website. The other one is the online school. That one is the um, is the sugarflowerstudioacademy.com. The online school has got a, a sales page which explains all about the class. It's going to be taught in in English and like what you actually get on there, all the benefits. Um, 
and um, it also has lots of frequently asked questions on there as well and all of the, the questions given um, and testimonials on there as well it's it's yeah it's got tons of tons of information um, and just tells you exactly what you're going to be getting on the class as well um, and with regards to pe- people think as well oh well it's it's 150 pounds which personally i don't think is bad if you're getting nine nine and a half hours of teaching i've been looking at courses and yes i your course is very reasonable so yeah yeah so what you get as well now also as well yes there are the silicone molds and the paste and this you don't have to buy anything at all. You could just purely just watch that. There's there's no obligation. There is a um, a Facebook group on there, private Facebook group, where we're going to be doing like a, a live Zoom um, meetings um, as well, which are going to be um, after each week. So the the, the masterclass um, subjects get re- uh, released on the Monday morning, uh-huh. and um, so seven videos for the CO get released on the Monday morning. Then you've got the week then to to watch that or to make the f- the flower if you want to. You don't have to make it at all. And um, then on the Sunday afternoon, like five o'clock, I'm going to be doing like a live uh, Zoom with all of the students in there. Basically, it's just going to be a laugh. Um, <laughs> when when I announced the class, first of all, I had three quarters of a bottle of champagne and we just all just had a, you know. <laughs> but that's, that's um, good because people but, don't, they, they're not feeling like you're just sort of like handing them something. You're, you're still there to support them. You're still kind oh, yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, and I will. I will be there for. I I always say this to all of my students. You know, I I am here until the day that I'm no longer on the planet. Ask me anything that you. Not that question. <laughs> ask me. Ask me anything at all with regards to to our craft. If I don't know the answer, then I will certainly find somebody in the yeah. industry who does know the answer for you. I I feel that it's. It's my life. It really is. And it's it's an interest of mine and it's a passion of mine. And uh, and I believe uh, in in finding the answer out for someone because everyone has got an, a question about this, that, the other. Saying that, um, my Zoom classes, which are after the week, after, after each one of the – so there are three of them, so yeah. each Sunday. Um, it's only going to be for course-related questions. So yeah. it's going to be for, you know, like – you know what, otherwise you could be there forever yeah what what beer would you put in like a beer <laughs> uh, you know tell you, but, um yeah i have i've got a question for you my question robert is do you do you not use um flower tape at all you completely cover all of your stems in your paste no i have to use the flower tape um to originally put the the leaf on or the petal yeah. And take that on. However, I've started using cotton and super glue. Uh-huh. Well, so if you if you because the tape can get quite bulky on there. Yeah, that's right. So, so if you um, if you've got like especially like let's say like a, an oriental lily petal, like something very very big and quite heavy, mm. and you then start taping that on, you've got three big ones and then three smaller ones. It can be a bit, a little bit loose and not very, very sturdy. So I would suggest that you use like a very strong cotton and just go round with the cotton like that, down the connecting wire, yeah. one, and then put super glue down onto there, then let it then dry, and then take the excess cotton off, and then you can then go on 
uh, and then put the paste around all of that and then oh, bring yeah. it down. Yeah. Because the amount of uh, floral tape that you'd need to attach all of those like five petals, six petals on there, it would be really quite thick. On yeah. the, and then it's not going to look so natural. Um, uh, yeah, so. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Sorry, going a bit off piece there. <laughs> I've got you in front of me. I'm going to ask you the question. <laughs> Absolutely, ask me any more. I mean, yeah. Well, we, we've come to the end of our written questions and yeah. the off-piece one. Oh. <laughs> yeah. um, but so, thank you so much for joining us today, Robert. Um, unless there's anything else you want to add for for the listener. No, I. I, I would say, and, and and this is just like going back to to my my course. Everybody starts somewhere. Um, don't don't beat yourself up with regards to thinking, oh well, it's not like the teachers, or it's not like this, and then giving up straight away. What you see in my final examples is years of me throwing it against the kitchen wall, going, oh my, oh, why is it not working? Why is it not working? You know, because. To make a mistake, it's a learning opportunity, yeah. you know, and you'll only learn through making mistakes. If you don't make mistakes, then you're grand. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so you have to go through those mistakes. Um, but I, I would just say, you know, just keep on keep on practicing, keep on practicing, but don't make a big whole arrangement because that will take so much time. Concentrate on one thing at a time, one rose leaf, just one rose, what what doesn't matter what size, just one rose leaf, and then getting the paste down from that, making a little stem from that. But concentrate on the thickness of the paste when you're rolling it out. Close your eyes. When you've rolled your paste out, close your eyes and just go over. Have a real rose leaf at the side of you and feel that. When you close your eyes, you take – so I, you could see that I've been closing my eyes now for 30 seconds <laughs> – after 30 seconds something happens it's it's it is amazing actually you have uh, another kind of sense that comes in all of your other senses are highlighted like yeah. your, your sound your touch especially your touch yeah so after 30 seconds if you roll your paste out just just wait you know like and then just start feeling once i've finished a leaf i'll then lift it up to the window and let the light then shine through that's why on my grooved board, I really don't like these grooves on here because they're not natural. Yeah. They're just like a triangle that's thicker and then goes thinner yeah. and very sharp at the back. So I'll roll my paste out and then I'll actually use one of one of my excuse me, one I made earlier, one of my tools, and then rolling up into the middle, then rolling out, rolling up and then okay. rolling out. So I can actually make and form the amount of paste that I need for the corresponding wire for that size of leaf yeah you know if you've got like a tiny little cherry leaf a cherry petal yeah and you put the paste onto here you know you've got this big old mighty big, yeah. here that's why on hopefully when i get my groove board made one day i've got tiny tiny little grooves down the side here which i'm going to be using scientific wire in there you know yeah. so the scientific wire doesn't have any paper on there oh yeah yeah but if you put the scientific wire in between two pieces of um, tissue um, and then spray it with starch that you use for your clothes and then open that, then leave it to dry, 
then that has then got something for the paste to then stick on because it's got like a tiny little bit of texture on there and that's what will then grip onto your onto your wire so yeah as I say I I just I love what I do and uh, that's very clear to see very very clear definitely (laughs) just want to share it with with other people and, and make make their life easier if you know, if you've got a really good veiner, she was saying before, it's not just the veiner, Robert, yeah. <laughs> it's how you use it. Well, it, yes, just carry on just doing that one thing over and over and rolling your paste, getting it to the, the exact thickness, um, getting it to be right down the middle so that you, and just keep on going and going. And then each example, don't throw them away, leave them on the side as, as a reference to the, the last time that you made it, then leave it a week or two then go back to it again and then do it again. See your progress. If you keep on doing it all on the same day, it's not going to get that much better on that day. But every single time I touch sugar, I will find a better way of working. It always happens when I've not made something for ages and it's like, my God. And then the tears then come, of course. It's like, why did I think of that before? Of course, of course. You know, this is why I live on my own. yeah it's a a sugar adventure and and it's just so exciting uh, especially trying to recreate mother nature because so perfect because of her imperfections and that is what in my on my sugar um on my website it's sugar reflections of nature's perfection yes i read that (laughs) right well with that i i think it's time to say Thank goodbye. you. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, enjoy your moussaka. <laughs> what a lovely man he oh. was. Oh, God. Ro- Robert Hayes. Love oh. him. I, I just want to have him around my house. <laughs> I wish I wish we had video on the podcast because yeah. he's so animated. He's so yeah. passionate. And he just kept showing us things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and they were perfect. They were beautiful. I'm sorry, that ivy leaf. I know. That was, you would not know that it wasn't real. It was incredible. (laughs) Yeah. I did take a picture of that though. So hopefully I'll be able to share that up somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm incredibly impressed. Yeah. A dedicated man who, because of bullying, got to where he is today. And he's just so creative and just so passionate and just so passionate not that in his own world but that he wants to, to share that yeah one yeah and that's what's yeah so lovely yeah. oh please please if, if you do anything today just go and check out even just a youtube tutorial or something like that because he is he is good and, if you <laughs> and i have watched i have watched his wooden uh youtube i have you to, yeah i didn't want to say because i didn't want to embarrass him but yeah <laughs> You could tell he was reading from a prompt, but he was amazing. And I, I would just, you know, watch his videos. They're bright, vibrant. He's amazing. Just like him. Just like yeah. him. Yeah. So, right. Okay. Theme tune. Ready? Go on. Product, product of the week. Product of the week. Product of the week. There we go. Can I go first? Can I go first? Go, go, go. Okay. So I had already chosen this product before we had the guest, Robert Haynes. 
Okay, so um, I've bought this twice now. I, I should have asked him how long it's actually been out for because it's not it's not been out that long. No, but it is the white premium flower sugar paste, which comes in a two hundred and fifty gram packet. Um, it smells of delicate strawberries. It's, Strawberry yeah. smelling sugar paste. You can get it. Paste. You can get it on the cake decorating company. I don't know if you can get it on any of the others. This is the only one I've I've bought it on at the moment, but um, it's just as he said. It's really silky and smooth, no tearing or cracking. It's just oh, and and this is what made me buy it in the first place. It's perfectly suited for those with warm hands who require oh, okay. a slightly firmer paste. That is the reason why I bought it to start off with, because. Um, that just caught my eye. You've got but hot it's, hands. Yeah, it's suitable for vegans and vegetarians. It's allergen-free, pleasant strawberry aroma. It performs well in humid and hot environments, which um, in my conservatory is it's not necessarily yeah. hot, but it's very wet in there. It's humid. Do you know what? That's That would have been perfect. When I lived down near Winchester yeah, I was thinking in that. our 500-year-old, slightly always damp house, that it, yeah do you know what it, you don't even have to have a slightly damp house sometimes just in the summer the humidity if you're taking something into like a marquee oh gosh like yeah yeah i didn't even think about oh my up. god sometimes those marquees they're like yeah. sweat boxes <laughs> yeah. totally totally yeah. Wow. right good product so where, yes. where can you get it from did you say um uh the cake decorating company i'm not sure if you can get it anywhere oh, hang on let's google it while I'm here. You now you can get it like cake stuff. Excellent. The flower studio, obviously. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Those, so it's those obviously the... in like general circulation. Yeah. But I think Perfect. you can only get it from Sugar Flower Studio, Robert Haynes' studio. Sugar, I can't get the words out. Sugar <laughs> Flower <laughs> Studio. Cakes. Oh, yeah. Cake stuff. It is there. Sorry. The yeah. Cake Decorating Company. But yeah. Excellent. So, yeah. So, yeah. It's easy to um, get. I would I would just like to refer back to your last product of the week, which we didn't know what it was. Oh, God, yes, I know, yes, the skinny line thing. So I had a message from our fellow podcasters, the Sugarcraft Junkies. Oh, yes. And Hello. They, <laughs> and they think, and I've looked it up and I think they are right, it uh-huh. is a PME strip cutter. Ah. And yeah, so so they sent over the, that's what they thought it was. They sent a link with it. Uh-huh. I've had a look. It looks the same. Yeah. So thank yeah. you to the Sugarcraft Junkies yeah. for getting us out of that hole. Solve that mystery. <laughs> <laughs> right, so my product of the week mm-hmm. is a tech product. Ooh. And I know you love a bit of tech. I do. It's just my favorite. <laughs> Right, so I am I am gonna say about cakeboss.com. Oh yes. So cakeboss.com is an online system um and it's it's like a manage it's like a back order management system and it takes a little while to set up. So you have to put your recipes in, you have to put your ingredients in and the costs and everything. But when you get an order you put the customer's name in, put the date in. It will invoice. You can email the invoice. Oh, wow. Um, and if you've got your database up to date of all your costs, it will work out your cost. So wow. you can do um, – so I've got set up say, – say I'm doing a vanilla cake. 
I've got a recipe in there for a two egg vanilla cake. So say it's an eight inch cake and I need, I don't know, eight eggs. So I put that in times four and it'll work out all the cost of how wow. much that, that vanilla cake will make yeah. take to make. You can put in your hourly rate and an estimated an estimated time of how it's going to long it's going to take oh, yeah, you. Yeah. So when it comes to quoting, your quotes will be much more accurate and streamlined. Yeah, and then it, you go on it, and it will tell you what what cakes haven't been paid for yet. Uh-huh. Um, it will tell you what cakes you've got coming up in the next seven days. Really? So it really, yeah, it will keep you on track. It's really good. You have it takes a little while to set up, but it's really good. It's it's an American product, but you can use pound sterling otherwise i wouldn't be using it because mm. yeah. yeah um but to buy it it's 149 dollars uh-huh. for the first year yeah so it's just one investment of 149 and then it's 20 dollars a year after that because basically it's a big cloud do so, you know what that's actually really good yeah it's not because i'm paying what 22 pounds a month for my um invoicing system yeah and it's not cake related yeah and this is and, and if you can also put in things like it'll put you can put in delivery de- i mean i don't but you can put in delivery details you can put in your expenses you can put in your mileage it's really? got so much more that i don't use yeah that you can use yeah. um so you could it, you could do everything on there really you could yeah. do your accounts but your yeah. whole business accounts the only thing i would say um is it doesn't it doesn't look sophisticated. It works really well, but it's a little bit like um, using an iPhone from 15 years ago. All right. It's a bit dated. It looks dated. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's that that look to it. But once you get past that, it looks a bit dated. It's actually, I, I think it's a really, really good product to use. You want to keep on track? You want a backwater <laughs> system? That sounds good to me. My product of the week. Product of the week. Bing bong. <laughs> I love doing that. Do you know, I sing that when I do my hair in the morning. <laughs> Fantastic. That's amazing. Oh, right. So we're that's it. We're done for this week. Yes. Um, if you. you want any of the links for Robert Haynes, for any of our products of the week, head over to our website, daisycakecompany.co.uk. Click on podcast, pick on, click on show notes. Um, there's also the audio workshops that we've started or I've started doing over there. So click on them and have a look at them. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will speak to you next week, I guess. Ne- no, two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> I've got a really busy week coming up next week. Have you? So, sorry. Okay. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> we won't be recording next week. It'll be fine. It'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. Right, so okay. we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.